Hey superstars, it's Nellie Thomas here, comedian, author, broadcaster and one half of the huge smash hit podcast, The Single Life of Us. Now that we've wrapped up Single Life, I'm coming to you with my new podcast, Dear Nellie, Sex, Relationships and Dating from the Other Side of 40. Each week I'm going to be joined by a very special guest co-host from my coven of friends and comedians and you can ask us anything. How do I start dating again after divorce? Should I start dating again? What's a dick pic? What the fuck is parallel parenting? When do you know it's time to leave? What does bareback mean? Anything dolls, we'll give it a go. Your questions answered by me and a special guest who's 40 plus. So many people think of middle age as something to dread. What a load of bullshit. I reckon this is when you really come into your own. So send us your questions, comments and dilemmas. Go to NellieThomas.com and follow the links. Subscribe now wherever you get your podcast. First episode's out in January 2023. See us then, icons. Can't bloody wait. Hi everyone, you are listening to our new podcast, The Single Life of Us, with me, Nellie Thomas, and me, Kate Mulholland. This podcast is recorded in the pod bar, and it is recorded on Wurundjeri land. And we would like to pay our respects to elders past, present, and emerging, and we would like to acknowledge the original tellers of stories in this country of ours. It's a long tradition, 60,000 years. We would also like to let you know that there could be some language. There could be. There will be. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, there'll be some swearing. I mean, less than the swearing, which probably doesn't matter so much for children, there may be talk that you don't want the children to hear. Oh, there's 100% talk you don't want the children to hear. And if you're offended by swearing, you really should fuck off now. Yeah, yeah, you've got to go. Off your fucks. (laughs) It's like this. (laughs) There's a lot more content that's going to upset you. This podcast has the E for explicit. (laughs) Hope you enjoy the podcast. Recently single, back on the shelves. They're both loving themselves. Nelly and Kate, gonna navigate the single life of us. Emancipated, exhilarated, free and adventurous. Hello, Nellie Thomas. Hello, Kate Mulholland. Episode 13. Episode 13. You know what it is? It's a baker's dozen. Baker's dozen. <laughs> I will make a bingo caller out of you yet. Yeah, I was pretty excited <laughs> when I was listening to episode 12 thinking, I'm going to know what yeah. this one is. <laughs> 14, no bloody clue, but 13, oh, I've look, got you. I'll get to it. Yep. Hey, can I start like atrociously with some yeah. toot tooting for us? Please toot away, Let's baby. toot away. Who else is going to toot for us? No one. No. I was going to say no C word, and then I thought that's too far. It's what I would say to you. Early in the podcast (laughs) to drop the C bomb. (laughs) So we astoundingly, because we really did, we just started this a couple of months ago, just chatting in your spare room. Yep. Um, We have been in the top 20 Apple podcasts at the top shows. And we're, st- we're consistently in the top 100. That is a huge deal if you don't know podcasts. Top 12th on Spotify. I just can't even. And people, beautiful people like Mia Friedman and yeah. Holly Wainwright, and they're like, oh, my God, your new podcast is amazing. It's blowing my mind. Yeah, it's well, 100% blowing my mind. But I did say to Nellie, who knew? And she goes, well, we did. <laughs> well, did we? I mean, we bring that BDE. <laughs> But there's insecurity underneath it. A lot. Everyone who puts it. themselves out there. I think the thing that blew my mind, and there will be more by the time you listen because mm. we're recording ahead, but mm. when we hit 50,000 listeners. I know. I'm like, I mean, I've worked in radio. There's radio shows I've been on yep. that have 50,000 listeners. Yeah, I know. But ours is cumulative. But it is 100% true that 50,000 downloads of this podcast <laughs> I can't. It's amazing. It's amazing. And the people Thank at you. ACAST are very shocked. Oh, they're amazing. Shocked. <laughs> not shocked. They're, not well, shocked. They're, they're so supportive. Glad. Oh, they're amazing. If you need to get on to your own podcast, go to ACAST. And guess who's listening? You. Yeah, you are. Thank you. Thank you so much. So and how are you feeling I'm that. feeling, I'm really, really, really proud. Mm. Incredibly proud. I think both of us were at a very vulnerable point in our life. But we also knew that we had something really awesome to talk about. Yeah. And so why not just rip the Band-Aid off when we're fucking everything else up in our lives? (laughs) (laughs) The 
Don't just go for broke. Speak for yourself. <laughs> Do it all at once. No, you're right. Um, I'm really proud of our crossover P listeners. So for those of you who don't know, I have a podcast called Two Peas in a Podcast. A Nelly's, very successful Nelly's podcast. done an episode with us if you yep. want to come and listen. Um, I've had beautiful feedback from our crossover P's. I did a live show in Sydney a couple of weeks ago and a, f- a whole lot of them came up and said to me, it's it's life-changing mm. because if you live with tricky lives, as peas do, sometimes relationships are even more tricky. Mm. Mm. So they really get it. Mm. So I'm really glad that I can sort of have that little bit of connection between mm. the two podcasts and I'm worried that we won't always be this fucking fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to say, I mean, I've been... I guess, up and down in this kind of public life showbiz Mm. thing for a long time. Mm. I'm three years. And I reckon success in a way is harder than failure. Right. Like in a way you kind of, you can't go into this sort of career and expect things to go well all the time. So you're sort of mentally prepared to fail. Definitely. You know. You and I are like, we're going to give this three months. Yeah, we'll give it three months. We'll we'll see if a couple of hundred people listen. (laughs) You know, we'll say I've done podcasts where I've had a couple of hundred listeners yeah, a week. Which is awesome. You know, so 200 and, yeah, people is lovely. I still loved it. Yeah. Like, I create what I create. Yes, that's right. But I have also seen and experienced when things start to go, like we're doing a lot of media now yeah, yeah. and you feel more exposed and all mm, that sort of stuff. Mm. Success in a way can be overwhelming. Yeah. You know, so I'm just it checking in quick. with you. It happens quick. It I'm, does. I'm glad that I had the peas experience because yes. the peas probably about four months in, we really hit a, a big breakthrough and I wasn't ready. Mm. I had no idea. I didn't sleep for two mm. days. And, you know, to go from being absolutely no one to going to be a Z grade celebrity, it's a big step mm. <laughs> because people recognise you. Yes. And I know lots of people who are listening are fine with that, but for me it was quite like, oh, can I have your photo? It's weird. It's really yeah. weird. Yeah. But now that I... Um, am used to it. I know that the people who come up are really beautiful podcast listeners who share yeah. a bond, and I'm fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Good. Yeah, good. Well, yeah. I think we just sit with it. Yeah. You know, because as we have said right from the beginning, in life and certainly in work, you just you never know what's going to happen. So no. we are riding this fucking wave. We are wave. riding the wave, baby. <laughs> Until it, could be it a tsunami, on the beach. or it might be just a little piddling wave in. <laughs> Um, I wanted to tell you that I had a very different date night yeah. myself this week. <laughs> I can't even, yes. <laughs> it sounds a lot saucier than it is. <laughs> I, um, my ex was away overseas, mm. bless him, for a few weeks. Mm-hmm. So, again, massive shout out to those like actual soul parents yep. who do it all on their own all yep. the time. So I had three weeks with the kids on my own. Yep. And I was losing my yeah, shit. Yeah, you were tired. And, <laughs> and so Wednesday night was the first night I had on my own. Mm. And, oh, my God, was I ready for I had leftovers. I had leftover roast. Ooh. Nellie is a really good cook. If you follow her Instagram, you're like, oh, yeah, I could have that for I dinner. I love my food. She, I love my food. But it's good food. Thank you. Yeah, I like Thank it. Thank you. It yeah. was a nice roast. Yep. I had leftover cauliflower cheese and roast potatoes Ooh, stop in it. bed. Ooh. I had a 90-minute massage. Again, how does a like forty-five kilo woman destroy me? I know. I find it just it's fascinating. incredible, isn't it? And then I sat in bed and watched back-to-back episodes of the Kardashians. Oh, mate, that's a dream day. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm calling that my kind of date yeah, night. Yeah, and may I say, for those of you who are scared about jumping into the single pool, that's the sort of shit you get to that's do. That's the shit you get to do. And I will say again, if you're newly in it. And you have a Wednesday night to yourself and you're not used to it. For months, I freaked out. Yes, that's right. I didn't know what to do. Yeah. It's like I had no time during the week, but then what do I do with that time? I know. Now I'm in a rhythm. Yeah. And I go, oh, my God, I can't wait for that night. And I did. So my ex has the kids 24 hours, sometimes 48 hours on the weekend, and sometimes Sunday night dinner. And Sunday night, all the children go, which is awesome. They have a family dinner with him. But that, because Sunday night, if you've got children, you'll know, shittest night of the yes, week. Yes, for sure. Everyone's anxiety about schools ramping yeah. up. Someone fucking tells you they need muffins. Like, yeah. it's Sunday night. I hate Sunday <laughs> with a my uniform? Yeah. And then all of a sudden, I didn't have that. Yeah. So I'd already sort of dealt with it in the afternoon. Yeah. And I remember just walking around the house thinking, yeah. I suppose I can sit down. or Like, I didn't know yes. what to do with myself. No. And I, you, really if you're strange. in that mode, I mm, get it, you mm, get it. Mm, mm. It's You feel like you're going to love it and then it feels awful. Yeah, and you can't wait for it. Yes. You're like, off you go, out the door. But now eventually, what do I do? <laughs> yeah. over time, you get used to it and you go, oh, this is, you might go on a date. 
Yeah. You might book in friends. Yep. Well, I you get might, Uber Eats. You get Uber. I'm going to get something that nobody likes. I get a Luxa. Yeah. See, no one in my house will eat a Luxa. No. Yeah. I usually get sweet potato gyoza from the Japanese restaurant. <laughs> I hate sweet potato. But can I give you some wisdom from the Kardashians? Look, you're going to whether I want it I or know. not. Do you want it? I do want it. Okay. Consent. Always. <laughs> so Courtney, who is my least favourite for yeah. those listeners who've been there from the start, mm-hmm. um, but she said something really interesting. So long story short, she is divorced and now remarried. Mm-hmm. And has this conundrum about um, the effect of her repartnering on her children. Wow. And she also comes from a family where her parents divorced. Yes. And, and then her mum remarried. Yes. And long story short, she basically said, when I knew that dad was okay with the new partner, then I was okay right. to have a relationship with the new partner. Wow. So Ooh, I don't want to. That's a lot of pressure. I don't want a dead name. No. Um, Caitlyn Jenner. No. But Caitlyn Jenner was the partner. Yes. That'll be confusing for people who don't understand. But basically yes. she's saying when I knew dad was okay with mum's new partner. new partner, then I went, okay, now I can well, what bond if, with them. What if that doesn't happen? Well, if that doesn't happen, then I think that that's really tricky on the kids. Yeah, I think so. So I think the what I took from that is to try really hard to yes. make that happen. I you know, agree. that even yep. if, let's say if my ex repartners or when he repartners, even if I don't like the new partner yep. or I have feelings about it fake or whatever, it. fucking fake it. Years and years and years ago, I when I moved out of home, I moved in with a family, like they had like a, you know, bungalow thing and mm. I lived upstairs in their house. And the mum said to me one day, she had three sons and she said, one of them had a new girlfriend. And I said, oh, do you like her? She said, I love her. I said, that's pretty early. She goes, I love every girl they bring through that door. <laughs> and I said, really? She goes, yes, it's a conscious decision. Um, and she said, I'm never going to push my kids away by not loving their mm. partners and mm. they're not my partners, so mm. I just love them. And actually I really took it on board with my little brothers. Yes. And I think that's a really good thing to do as well. You don't actually love them. Unless you have, again, oh, we always put in, unless there's no. concerns. Yes, definitely. Unless you've seen red flags, oh, unless yep. you're worried, all of that kind mm. of stuff. You don't have to. You can feel jealous even. Oh, that's fine. And we still all will go, be, surely. Well, I'll ring my mate and yeah. say, oh, I'm fucking jealous. Yeah, bitch about she's it She's better looking else. than me. Yeah, yeah, she's <laughs> whatever. 20 years younger, whatever, whatever. it is. Yep. But obviously don't say that to the kids. And I no. just thought it was really interesting to hear her say that mm. as soon as it felt like she was given permission from her dad yes to love her step-parent well, let's listen to that let's hold that yeah i'm yeah. gonna hold it yeah okay good advice from the kardashians now can i tell you <laughs> one of the most surreal experiences <laughs> that i've had do you know this story this is a Tamara o'dine no story. i don't know it great because i i wasn't sure if one of our mutual friends had told you no so those of you who listened to our fabulous Tamara O'Dine episode, she is um, a ABC journalist. She's a very special friend of the podcast. Yeah, She's she been is. there from the start. Yeah. She's been so supportive and lovely. Yeah. Yeah. She obviously took on board one of the episodes where I said, I'm asking friends to set us up. Ah. I've never met Tamara, but I consider, you know, we're yeah, friends. we're friends. We're facey friends. We're Facebook friends, so we're clearly friends. So she was at an ABC function. I assume, some sort of thing where there mm. were other journos there. And someone said to her, oh, I've got a bloke for you. And oh. she said, oh, look, no thanks. But I know a hot lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> Have you got anyone for her? Oh. And the guy said, I do actually. <gasps> but my lesbian's hot and funny. Oh. Guess who they were both talking about, Kate? You? Me! <laughs> <laughs> they were trying to set me you up with, with me! me. <laughs> I've never been more flattered Guess in my entire <laughs> You're perfect. <laughs> Shout out to Dan Ziffer, who was the man in that story. Wow, Dan. Yeah, thank you, Dan. That's so, lovely. You know, Actually, that's a really Isn't lovely story. Cute? Yes. Honestly, geez, I laughed. Oh, God. Like, Tamara messaged me like, fuck, I laughed. <laughs> I mean. You are hot and funny. Oh, look, darling. I was going to say something self-deprecating, no, but we don't. don't do that here. So thank no. you. Yeah, you are. Thank you. I've but been working very up. hard on taking compliments this week. It's hard. No, it's good. I love yep. the one-upmanship. Well, I know one. Well, I know one. And funny. <laughs> well, mine's funny too. <laughs> well, mine's worked at the ABC, so is mine. Yeah. Hang on. <laughs> Hang on. Hang on. Does yours start with an Ellie and end with a Thomas? Um, now, so lots great. of emails and messages. Yes. 
We've kind of got a special announcement. We've got a really special announcement. Um, so for those of you who are wondering, how do they afford this podcast? We don't. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Let's be frank. I mean, people don't like to know how sausages are made, but mm. we've pretty much been working for a few months for free. Yeah, oh, we, we have. have. Yeah, yeah, we literally. Have. Yep. Yeah, literally. And so have people around us, like my son. Yep. Faye. Yep. Um, all been working for free. Uh, beautiful people that helped us with the artwork and the song. Yeah. You know, they've done it for Either peanuts. Either free or cheap. Yeah. Yep. So, and we are very grateful. And while we love doing what we're doing, a tiny bit of money would actually help us be able to keep yes. doing it. So we're going to... Uh, start our Acast supporter. So we're going to do bonus eps, yeah. aren't we? One a month? I think what we'll do is one a month. I'll put some more information up on the website that mm. I built and yes. can make changes to and it. And we can be put it in the show notes. And the show notes and all that stuff. Mm. But basically how it will work is that lots of the emails and um, even the speak pipes and things that we get, we couldn't possibly put them all in, which no. is a great problem to have. Don't stop sending them. The best, best problem. I remember um, Matthew Hardy, who's a mutual friend, said, you can never rely on the audience for your content. And then he listened to the two Ps and he goes, yes, oh, you actually, can. you can. I yeah. said, have you met Hamish and Andy? Because <laughs> yes. their whole fucking shtick is that. And he yeah. was like, oh, you're okay. <laughs> yeah. No, we love it. So what yeah. we're going to do, we'll keep putting them in the normal free episodes. Mm. But for subscribers, we're also going to do a free episode a month. Yep. You'll get other stuff as well that we'll talk about later. Yep. But basically you can pay, I think it's as little as five bucks a month. Yeah. So it's like a dollar something a week. Yeah, come on. And if you Save can't me get from enough, doing lap dances. Yeah. <laughs> if you can't get enough, Nellie and Kate, yeah, you can then give you whatever can get a you want. bonus episode. Yeah. yeah. But if you don't want to, just keep listening to these ones yeah, for free. This will, That's all, also this cool. will always be free. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's all good. We will never force anyone to pay anything. We will hopefully get some more ads on here anyway. But in the meantime, we'd love it if you did that. Yeah. We'd be really. Really grateful. Two old moles would be happy. <laughs> we would. We'd like to pay the people properly. <laughs> we would like to pay the people. Yeah. All right. Should we do a listener call? Let's do a well, listener call. Well, let's do call. an email first. Will okay. you read out the email? I will. Hi, girls. Loving the podcast. Thank you. Just listening to your latest episode and want to say to people who feel like their partner, for religious reasons, might not let them see their kids if they separate, please see a lawyer. Mm. Even just so you know your options. Most women's legal centres offer combined social and legal support and will be familiar with this scenario. You will not be judged and you'll be able to make an informed decision. I get that for some women it'll never be an option and I'm so sorry and I know why you stay. But for lots of women there are things you can do. Thanks again for the great content, Maddie. Thank you, Maddie. Yes. Because I don't actually know a lot of those things. Right. I have never been involved in a legal custody Mm. battle but I do understand religious um, hierarchy and the patriarchy that surrounds a lot of religions, mm. not all. So I get, I get, I hundred percent get the fear. Well, I think Maddie's referring to the episode we did on Tom Cruise, mm. and when we did the um, Kate, what's her name? Suri Cruise. Yeah, Suri. Kate Holmes. Kate, Katie Holmes, and yeah. um, Tom Cruise, and we talked about how it can be very difficult to leave, and there can yeah. be fear. And look, I've done a lot of gigs for those women's legal yeah, centres. you have. Like they're amazing. So yeah. in every state in Australia, I'm not sure overseas, but I'm sure in most countries um, there would be yeah, some would kind be. of option. And I think she's right. Like at least talk to a lawyer. Yes. So you get a sense of where you're at. Actually, I spoke to a lawyer really, really early on. Didn't hire that lawyer, didn't, you know, but I just needed to know. Because you hear things, then you're like, is this American? Is this Australian? Yeah, you don't know. Is all the law in Australia the same? Yeah. If it happened to my friend, will it happen to me? So I really recommend actually. Well, just yeah. stuff like, you know, even take religion out of it. Is mm. she going to pick up the kids and move into state? Yeah, that's right. Is he going to, you know, take them overseas? Yeah. Is, am I going to never be able to see my kids again? Yeah. Or what? Like, yeah. There's more fear mm. in not knowing than so in at least getting fear. the information. There is. And there is free legal information. I think there that's is. what Maddie yeah, yeah, yeah. pointing so to. Thank you so for well telling done. us that. Yes. All right. And we have a listener call from Ruth. Hi, Nellie and Kate. My name's Ruth Hi, and Ruth. I'm listening in England. I'm in my ah. 50s and I've been single for quite a few years and I'm very happy about it. And um, my darling friend, Vicky, who lives in Bega, recommended I should listen to your oh, podcast. And I love it. So fantastic to hear you laughing and joking about all these <laughs> hilarious things. And I just wanted to say... Um, firstly, yes, absolutely. Being a single woman in your fifties is very 
um, liberating mm. and empowering. Mm. And also a few weeks ago, I had a blocked waste pipe in, in my sink. Well, no, the plug had broken <laughs> Was I managed else. all by myself uh, um, to fix it. I yes, took out Ruth. the old one, bought a new one, oh, fitted it. Wow. I was so pleased with myself and I didn't have anybody to tell about it. So oh, here I us. am telling you about what I managed to achieve all on my own. Um, thank you so much for um, sharing all of your brilliant stories. And I've just been listening to your podcast back to back. I love it. Oh, Ruth. Jeez, I don't think I'd have the balls to try a block waste pipe. I don't either, but I think that I'm getting more ballsy, even though I hate that phrase. Um, but I am because I, I've got all these women around me that are doing things. Yeah, so I'm yeah, like, well, yeah. why can't I do it? Yes. You know, I yes. picked up a drill. And, oh, look, you know, uh, one of the turning points for me was Jay. Remember our American yes. caller? Yes. And she was, I think, in her 60s. Yes. She made, she gave me confidence. Yeah, she was to awesome. To just go, just try it. Just, I mean, yeah. The dudes from church still makes me laugh. I, I think about that all the time. All just the time. Just find a guy from church because they, <laughs> their wives want them out of the house. <laughs> but Ruth, I mm. am absolutely inspired mm. and um, it does, it gives me a little thrill. I mean, I, of course I love our Australian listeners. But it I gives know. me a little thrill to think Ruth's sitting over in the UK listening to us bang on. I know. One day we'll be headlining the Edinburgh Festival and you can yeah. come down. <laughs> Oh, my God, I've done Edinburgh yeah, twice. So I've worry. sworn off no, it. No, 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 jo- it's a joke. You know, it could yep. change. It could yeah. change. But thank you, Ruth. And I love what it points to is that sense of empowerment mm. as well. So, again, yeah. all we hear is, oh, you're going to be by yourself and you won't know how to know. tune the fucking TV. I know. Now, guess what? You can learn. You can learn. Good on you, Ruth. You really can. I love it, Ruth. And um, I think these are actually messages that, subconsciously we've been terrified of these yes. things that are going to happen, like who's going to kill the huntsman, Yes, right? That's and right. then actually we can do it. So, yes. yes, super proud. Great job, Ruth. Yeah, just side note, I'm not scared of spiders at all. I'll get the huntsman. I okay. won't kill it. I'll take it outside. I'm only scared of huntsmans. Okay, I'll do it for oh, you. Redbacks, fine. Whitetails, fine. <laughs> you Just that huntsman. Anyway, let's not go there. Yes, meme. All right, what do you got for me? Oh, mine is depressing as fuck. All right, we'll go with yours because mine's All right, okay, good. Um, But I love it. Yeah. So this is, and I can't credit it. So this is one of those ones that just popped up in social media and it had no credit. One of the recurring core truths I witness about the human psyche is that those who face the darkest parts of their life with courage, loving acceptance and surrender always experience a massive blossoming in their life after. Confront the dragon, get the gold. It's not depressing. What do you think? Well, I think it's awesome because confronting the dragon's really, really scary. Yeah. Yeah, and there's going to be trauma. Yeah. And you're going to get burnt. Yeah. But the gold at the end. Yeah. There is gold at the end. Yeah. Have you seen Game of Thrones? Of course, yeah. <laughs> every fucking episode. It's terrifying but awesome. As soon as I read that, all mm. I could think of was, is it Daenerys Targaryen? Yeah, yeah. Is that ever said her yeah, name isn't right? she amazing? Just standing there with that hair yeah. flowing oh. and those like dragon babies around yeah. her and they're going, I will fuck you up, you come yeah. with these kids. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? like, Yeah. Just that empowering vision mm. of a woman standing alone at the top of the hill that was oh. really hard to climb. Yep. I love it. I love it. I love, actually, Game of Thrones has a lot of strong women. It's also got a lot of rape. Oh, it's hideous. Don't, it's terrible. It's, it's everything that's wrong with the world. Of course. Yeah. Yet I watched it. Oh, yeah, I watched it all too. Yeah. Yeah, and I, in fact I re-watched it. Yeah. I'm, I'm but there are a couple it. of points where I went, geez, I'm out. I know, yeah, yeah. I had to, I'm out. Yeah, I had to do that too. But the very last episode of Game of Thrones, very special to me because I was in New York in 2019. One of my work boys had flown over from Ireland because he was working there as a doctor and we sat and watched it on an iPad in a bed together. Amazing. And I'm like, that was so special. Yeah. Oh, amazing. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah. an incredible show. Yeah. Just side note, you know how I can't say nuclear? Yeah. You can't say flown. Can't I? Flown. You say flowing. Flowing. A river's <laughs> flowing. Flown. <laughs> Flown. Flown. <laughs> but we embrace it. What's yours? Hit me with something nice okay. and funny. This is mine, which I was a little hesitant to read. But anyway, masturbation combines two greatest <laughs> sensations in life. <laughs> Orgasm and not dealing with people. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to my son. <laughs> Too 
bother me. <laughs> Josh, hold I'm me. Sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Orgasm and not dealing with people. Yeah, the two greatest sensations in life. <laughs> Look, it's all about the podcast, okay? It's all, oh, yeah, right. <laughs> Who are you trying to kid? No, you know what? I think, we remember we talked in that previous episode, like I'm still obsessed with that Netflix series, is it called Pleasure? Yes, yes, yes. Pleasure. Yes, yes. Uh, and I still keep thinking about that um, medical researcher yeah. who's looking into masturbation uh. as a treatment for depression, depression in women. Yeah. Yeah, microdosing your vag. <laughs> Or macro. <laughs> macro dosing. Whatever, whatever dose you want. <laughs> but, yes, the combination of pleasure and no one else. <laughs> So why did that appeal to you, Kate? Oh, look. Um... <laughs> I think it, everyone it can read to between my heart. Yes, yeah, spoke to something. <laughs> a little lower down than your heart. Jesus. I love it. Anyway. We're all for it. For We're those, sex positive. Yeah, and for those people that say to um, Nelly and I, you know, you're really happy separated. We t- we speak our fucking truth on here, okay? <laughs> I thought you were going to say we're masturbating all the time. <laughs> oh my no. Oh my, oh, my God. I'm oh my sweating. God. I know. <laughs> I love it. Where did you find that meme? Uh, just, I saw it on Facebook. Oh, my God. <laughs> Who is in your bloody Facebook either? Anyway, I'm know. here anyway, for it. Yep. Here for it. Love it. Get into mm. it. Yeah. Sort yourself out. <laughs> Look, if you can't sort yourself out, no one else will be able to. Yeah, well, this is true. <laughs> yeah, this is true. You've got to know fact, what you like. When I was doing my sex ed shows, mm. I remember talking to a uh, sex therapist. I think was mm. her title, mm. and she we were never able to do this because yeah. you know the world's mad. But basically, we weren't able to talk to teenagers about masturbation. Oh, really? Because people freak out about it. It's yeah. a bit better now. Yeah, you know, this is a while ago. But she basically said, if you don't know your own body, mm. then how's someone else going to know Yeah, it? that's right. And when I grew up uh, going to Christian school in the 80s and 90s, it was called self-abuse. Wow. So let's not go there. I can unpack a whole lot of trauma about that. Wow. Yep, self-abuse. You'll and go blind, hairy yeah, palms. Actually, not only that, your frontal lobe will collapse and you won't have any reasoning anymore. <laughs> wow. I mean, I hate to, like, gender stereotype, but all the men in the world would be dead. I know. If it took me a case. while to realise that. I was like, hang on, I think these boys in my class yeah. are going for this left, right and center. They seem all right. They seem fine. They come out of that shower <laughs> quite relaxed. <laughs> so anyway, anyway. Okay, love it. Yeah. All right. Bright and shiny. What have you learned this week? Okay. so What's what, something new that you've done? This is new for me. won't be new for everybody. But I took my car to get roof racks. And um, ski holders that go on the roof rack. So oh, yeah. my twins live for the snow um, and I've always used my husband's car when we've gone up, yeah. my ex-husband's car, which was my car, blah, blah, yeah. long, boring story. Anyway, yeah. I needed a ski, a roof rack on my car with the ski rack and I just thought, I'm going to use my own car. I'm yes. not going to – this is – you no. know, I need my autonomy and yeah. – so. You're not going to text and say, can I please have your car for the yeah, weekend? Yeah, and then can we swap in this man? No, I don't want to. It's no, my car. No. I'm going to use it. So I rang a few roof rack places and uh, chatted to a few dickheads, not going to lie. Did you get quotes? I got quotes good, over the good phone. Good on you. And then I spoke to this one person and I thought, I'm coming to you. I don't care if you are more. He just treated yes. me with respect. Yes. He was lovely. When I walked in the door, he's like, oh, you must be Kate. Oh, So I sweet. thought, okay, yeah, you've probably run a really good business here. Anyway, his and he was real. I said, "Listen, I want something that's easy to use, yep. and I want to be able to do it all myself." And he said, "Oh, well, that's refreshing." Yeah, he probably gets fuckwits in there. Oh, I can do it, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so he put them on. He put my roof racks on, and he spoke to me about it. And he showed me how to do it, and I can do it all myself. And then, as I went back to my car, he goes, "I'm just saying to you, your car looks the biz now." Yeah. <laughs> Oh, my God, you're going to get bloody new hubcaps. Oh, probably. Aren't you? I'm going to become a car chick. What are those big mufflers at the Oh, back? yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> That's more my area twin, of Melbourne. Yeah. I'm in yeah. the northern oh, suburbs. Like, doof, doof, that is my doof, area. Doof. I live near the Yarra Valley and, oh, my gosh, we – no, that's this area You're going to be doing burnouts. Yeah, that's me, doing burnouts in the car. But In your mum taxi. It was really good and he said to <laughs> me, it. he goes, um, just saying – you might be a snow bunny. Oh. <laughs> but he was really 
lovely. It was no, just, that's it was great. And he just did treated me with the respect with that I respect. deserved. And yes, he I well, I'm just proud of my refracts every time I see them. And I know this sounds silly, but that's definitely something I would have defaulted. Yes. And not only that, and this says more about me than anyone else, I would have defaulted it, then got angry when it wasn't done on the day that I asked, right? Yeah, or the way you wanted yeah. it or whatever. So now, yes. guess what? You yeah. just do it yourself. Your shit, your bucket. Yeah, that's yeah. right. No, I love it. And I yeah. think it, anyone who thinks that stuff's trivial. It's not. Off your fuck. I, every right? time I look at them, matters. I'm like, look what you did. Look what you did. You yeah. did it yourself. Yep. You made a decision. And yep. also anyone listening who runs a business, I'm exactly the same. Mm. I remember when I did my bathroom years ago, like 10 years ago, mm. I ended up going with the guy who cost a bit more, mm. but he treated me properly. Oh, yeah. Like he spoke to me respectfully. Yep. He, we were. It was a partnership. Yep. If you're, I'm sure men get treated badly too, but if you're a woman in of our age, going to ask about a thing that is typically male yes. for our age group, not for you younger woke people. Yeah. Um, they treat you like you're an idiot. Yeah, they often. They, well, not they always. Sometimes sorry. do. Yeah. They sometimes, or they talk to you like. Um, you couldn't possibly understand. Yeah. I remember with the bathroom, for example, saying, I don't know the order in which you do things. Yes. So tell me, you know, does the plumber come first? Yes. When does the plumber come back? Does yes. Does an electrician come? When does the carpenter come? Yeah. How would I know? Yeah, that's right. Like, I don't want to be an asshole, but I know other shit. Yeah, that's right. But I'd, how could I possibly know yeah. that? And he just talked me through it. Yeah. We wrote down the schedule and then I was like, great, I'll pay you more. Yeah, that's right. Because you're going to be in my house for a month. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. No worries. Yeah. Yeah, no great. I love it. Thank you. Um, so my bright and shiny is related to we are just getting inundated and I love it and it also breaks my heart. But so many of our listeners kind of basically going, I'm too fat to date. I know. A variation on that. I know. And I... Not true. You're not. Not For a start. True. But I understand this self-esteem thing is something that we're just going to have to return to over and over again. And let me tell you why, butting in on Nelly. Um, I am a large woman, for those of you who haven't actually seen me. Um, people are sliding into my DMs and coming up to me asking if I'm dating and they're hot people. Oh, 100%. Right? So Can I, I just clarify something too? Because the other thing that keeps happening is people keep asking if you and I are dating. All the time. We're dating. <laughs> Where did anyone get that know. impression? I, I don't know. Because I don't think we've ever done or said anything that would allude to Never. that. Never. No. But anyway, let's anyway, just put just, that rumour to rest. That's right. So we're Love not dating. Yeah. Not in that way. Nah, not in that way, <laughs> But anyway, other people are sliding yeah. into your DMs. And um, I had someone come up to me recently when I was in Sydney and say, are you dating? And mm. I said, uh, I, I don't know what to say, obviously, because I'm useless. And I just said, oh, I'm, I'm really happily not married. And they said, that's not what I asked. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God. Hello. You know? So don't think that your weight is a barrier to anything. No. It's about confidence. Especially at our age. Yeah. Oh, no, even not at our age. I don't know yeah. what I said that for. But, yes, I am a confident person yeah. and I, I know that I can really thank my dad for that. He was very confident. But mm. anyway, tell One me of about our it. other fabulous listeners said to me, we were having a chat the other day, and she said, um, if someone is – confident in their own skin that's mm. what's hot mm. you know so if you go mm. into a dating or sexual situation mm. and you are thinking oh i have to hide my yeah you know bum or yeah. don't roll over that way or yeah. don't, then then everyone's awkward maybe it's good being like a little bit extra fat because you can't hide anything <laughs> <laughs> do you know, do you know what? what i mean like i can't put spanks on and then people go no, oh god totally. she's a size 10 yes yeah, nothing i can do so same. this is what you get is what you see is what, yeah, you, get. what you see is what you get yeah this sounds weird, but I'm going to give a little tip. Mm. I reckon I remember going to the Japanese baths when I was in Tokyo. Oh, yeah. It's, that's a few that's, years ago. Yes, I've done that. Obviously, you walk in and yep. you're, you're nude because it's bathing. Yep. And that actually was very liberating for me mm. as a larger lady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because I'm like, no one gives a shit. No, they're just all No one gives a shit. You walk in with your bloody big dick energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, no they don't give a shit. Um, so my bright and shiny was that I decided to clean out my wardrobe mm. and I try and do this. This is actually a queer eye tip from um, Tan. Oh, yeah. You know, oh, I yep. love Tan. Yep. And he said, you go through your wardrobe. If you if it doesn't fit, get rid of it. Mm. And if you haven't worn it for a year, get rid of it. Yeah, I back that. And I went, this hurts me because yep. I've got clothes that I Beautiful bloody clothes. love I from when I was one or two sizes smaller. I know. 
and I didn't want to, but I went, I'm doing this and I give them to friends who are smaller yep. than me. Yep. Yep. And now when I open my wardrobe, I'm not there going, I wish I could wear that. Yeah, it's so powerful actually. It's actually really depressing yeah. to look at that it dress is. and go, I can't fit and into it. And you beat yourself up yes. every day. And this way you can grab anything out. Yeah, that's right. So I, yeah, I think that's an awesome bright and shiny. My wardrobe's halved. Yeah. But everything in it, I don't stand there going, can I, can't I, I yeah. go, can. Yeah, that's so right. that's my bright yeah, and shiny. Yeah, great. Awesome. Good tip. Yeah. Yeah. Swipe right. Dating advice. Good, good, good dating I advice. I love this advice from one of our listeners. <laughs> I am obsessed with this All advice. Right. Can Tell you us. read it out? Oh, okay, I'll read it. Because you asked in a previous episode, you I said, I want green flags. Yep, and I we did. talked a little talked bit, a little about, bit about, them, about it. But a few but people have messaged us about green more. flags. So, yep. yeah, we're happy to green flag whenever you want. Yep. I've decided that butterflies and nerves and funny tummy are overrated. A green flag is someone that you feel instantly at peace with. Mm. They bring you a sense of calm and safety. Like, sure, your panties get a little damp. <laughs> That's why she wanted me to read it. Panties. Your panties get a little damp when they look at you that way and you look forward to seeing them when they aren't around. But the butterflies, nah. Off your fuck, butterflies. Interesting. I think this is really, really good. So what do you think about that? I think that's true. Because you've seen me in the butterfly crazy phase yep. and you've seen me in the calm yeah. phase. I think the calm is better. And I think what we've been told... All the narratives, Hollywood, the books we read as kids, it's the butterflies. Yes. But actually. All consuming. Yes. I don't. I'm waiting for your message. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you know, I'm freaking out if I haven't heard from you. Yeah. And it's obviously you're going to be nervous the first time you kiss someone or go on a date or whatever. But it shouldn't be. I think that that sense of peace and calm, especially now that we know what we want. Yes. I, I would feel like printing that out and putting it on the wall. It actually really struck a chord with me. Mm, mm. It really did because I do, and I think this is probably true of a lot of people coming out of long-term relationships, you know, regardless of the calibre of the relationship, you get into routines. Of course. You know, you get used to each other. It's companionate. Mm. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. No. But when you then go into dating Mm. and it's fucking balls to the wall and, you know, lots of butterflies and it's chaos, that can be intoxicating. It can be overwhelming. You can miss red flags. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, all sorts of things can happen. I think... Everyone probably misses red flags at the beginning. Yeah. Not that th- not that every relationship has red flags, but mm. I, I still fall back to my Dr. Carl. I don't know when he said it was about six or seven years ago. FYI, massive Triple J listener, love Dr. Carl. And he said the first nine months you love fucked and there's nothing you can do about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's called limerence if anyone wants to, to Okay, all right, it up. for not, for not yeah, love yeah. fucked. And he said so many people get engaged, Yes. get pregnant, move in together, and yeah. then a year later are looking at them thinking, what the hell yeah, have I done? And he said, yeah. for some reason, like nature just takes over yeah. and you don't see anything that's annoying about them. I mean, to not put too fine a point on it, the juices are flowing. The juices are flowing. And they've gone to your head. They have. <laughs> and, yeah, but But I if think you know that, that's also good. It's good to know it. And I think if you look up, if you're in that, mm. look up limerence mm. so that at least your rational brain's also got something yes. a little bit to counter it. Yeah, that's right. And so you don't run off to Vegas and get married. Yeah, please don't. Um, if you do, send us photos. <laughs> yeah, please. We're here for it, regardless yeah, of what are, you do. We are, we are, yeah. But the opposite is also true, I'd say. Just because you feel calm around someone doesn't mean that you want to date them. No. Do you know what I mean? Like you have to have some butterflies. Oh, yeah, you've got to have some. Well, she did say your panties are getting wet. Well, this is true. So... I didn't want to repeat that. <laughs> <laughs> you have to, there has to be stirrings. Yes, there has to be stirrings. But it doesn't have to be like overwhelming, no. like passion, I'm mm. falling in love with you straight away mm. or mm. I have to rip mm. your clothes off this second. Mm. Yeah. And maybe lots of good things are gradual. Maybe, yeah, you know, I I met you and then I thought, oh, you're cute, and then it grew. I don't know. I've definitely seen. I haven't really experienced that. I don't think, mm. but I've definitely seen it. Yeah, I've definitely seen it happen. Yeah, and it can be maybe arguably an even more solid foundation maybe. than oh my god, I can't get my hands off you <laughs> from the first minute. Do you know? Yeah, what I that's mean? right. Who um, knows? T- tell us if you know. Psychologists, psychiatrists, love doctors. But anyway, let and us know. And Adele sent us in a meme mm. of green flags. I thought I'll just read yeah, them through read them. quickly. 
their presence is calming. Mm. This is a big thing. If you feel like you're in yeah. complete chaos around someone, um, even if they're hot or funny or interesting. I don't think that's a good sign. I think that we're, it's probably hot to feel like I'm oh, in chaos and is. I can't work out what I'm doing. But actually, yeah, no. No, it is hot. I've got enough I've chaos. There. But their presence is calming. They respect your opinion. Mm. They make you laugh. Yep. They listen without judgment. Mm-hmm. They're supportive. Mm. They respect your needs. They honour your boundaries. They make an effort. They make you feel valued. Wow. And I've put that up on our Facebook page. Yeah, it's If beautiful. anyone wants to. I think yeah. it's actually, if you're going into dating mm. and especially if you've been in, and lots of our beautiful listeners have been in, quite frankly, abusive relationships. They have, yep. And that can scramble your brain. Yep, and then you think that that's what a relationship is. Think Maybe print that out. Yeah, it's really good. And just if you're dating someone, go, do I feel calm when I'm around them? Do your bingo. Not what mm, I think. Don't respect my opinion. No. Not what my thoughts. Yes. How do I feel yes, when I'm feel? around them? Because mm. your brain could be going, I'm sure they're great. They had a child, no, 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 childhood. No, no. Yeah. How do you feel around yeah. them? Do you yeah. feel chaotic? Do you feel like they listen? Yeah. Are you respected? Yeah. If you don't feel those things, off you fuck. Yeah. And we've we've been through good and bad relationships. Yes. That's why we're here. So yes. if we can, and you can't make life perfect, but if we can make it a bit better, mm. we'll give it a go. So thank you, Adele, thank for you, sending Adele. that in because yep. I love it. Yep, 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 yep. Dear, Dear Kelly. Kelly. Who's Kelly? Kelly is Kate and Nellie. Who aren't dating. Combined. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> How many? Seriously, <laughs> if I get asked it again, I'm going to start getting cranky because there's part of me that kind of goes, are you just assuming because I've said I'm dating women that I'll date anyone? anyone? <laughs> or anyone. I'm not just going to date her. But we're friends. I know, we are friends. We're fr- I've got male friends too yeah. that I've never had any sexual. Oh, my. Anyway, dear Kelly, it's like our agony aunt. Yeah. Um, should I read this one? Yes, read. Dear Kelly. Oh, this has come up a lot. Mm -hmm. All right, this one's anonymous. I've not had sex with someone other than my ex-husband or myself for 14 years. I love that she put in all myself. All myself. Speaking of you and your (laughs) masturbatory fantasies. Listen, listen, get on to to the (laughs) masturbation. Okay. I'm ready, moles, but I am confused about pubes. (laughs) Yes, that rhymes and you should put it on a (laughs) T-shirt. All right, Mitch. I'm confused about pubes. She says, do I need to Brazilian? Mm. I'm almost 50, so I think you said in a previous episode that it's more the done thing to have a variety of hairstyles. (laughs) Do I wax, trim, laser shave or go dark forest? Bring your flashlight. (laughs) I know it's my choice, but fuck it. Tell me what to do for fuck's sake. This is really, really hitting home. This is real. This is real. People think it's funny. For those of us who are around 50. This is real. When I was in high school, sorry, too much information to my son, uh, I was what we would have called then a slut, but I don't believe in that term. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. Listen, I was in a very conservative Christian home. Yeah. What do you do? Yeah. You do absolutely everything you're told not to. Let's say you explore. (laughs) Okay, I explored my sexuality. (laughs) And... um, I just never, it never entered my mind that pubic hair was a bad thing. That was oh, not me a either. thing. No you way. know, we've got that um, amazing Hilltop Hood song. I'm going to beat around the bush like a 70s porn. Yeah. <laughs> it was, that's what it was. Yeah, no, it wasn't a I mean, thing. We didn't have um, no. underarm hair, gone. Yes. Uh, bikini line, gone. Yeah. That was, that was the 80s and yeah. the 90s. But then what, mid 90s, boom, Brazilians yeah, yeah, came yeah. out. And yeah. I already was having children by then and didn't give a fuck. Yeah. So and I there'll be some people this. who don't know. Brazilian basically means no hair. Yeah, you're nude, like completely bald. Um, I mean, you've answered your own question. It is mm. absolutely your choice. Mm. I think. Oh, I don't know. I mean, I know absolutely no friends. You know who get pissed. Mm. Like this is not something even that friends who are open with each other mm. talk about, mm. but who get pissed and then go, I don't know what to do. Oh. Often. What do I do? Yeah. Because the, the truth is, you know, regardless of your views on porn, mm. it has affected oh, women's sense of self-esteem yeah. about their body. Because there's no pubes in porn. My personal view, you've asked for an answer mm. and I think mm. you should get one yep. and we should not beat around the bush. No, like right? a 70s porn. <laughs> like a 70s porn. <laughs> I'm all for a trim. Yeah, so I've written, I'm a close shave person. <laughs> I'm not a bald vag girl. No. But... That's me. Yeah, exactly. Right. And well, I said that like I knew. And no. that's been a few of the rumors. <laughs> I don't know that. You don't know. But well, Nellie has written a book called Some Mums. 
And whenever she's read it, I've cheered when she said some mums have pubes. So yeah. I think she does know that I'm not anti-pube. I'm just saying, you know, I'm not adverse to a whippersnipper. No, that's right. But I certainly don't think, like, unless you want to, like, I have got a good friend who swears that her sex life improved dramatically yep. once she had a Brazilian. Right. Okay, right? good. All power to you. Yep, go. If you want, if that's what you want. Yep. But absolutely don't be bullied into it. No. But I do think it's, is it? I mean, I don't know. Is it fair enough to say do a bit of maintenance? Well, I don't. I don't think anyone has to do anything they don't want to. No. Okay. So, but if you're feeling conscious and thinking, what do I do? Yeah. Maybe it's a nice midline to go. <laughs> you know, or maybe just have a midline. <laughs> have a midline. <laughs> so that's a landing strip. Yeah. That's where you would kind of wax. Yep. All but all but a little strip down the it's middle. Basically, of the an labia. arrow yes. <laughs> pointing to where you want people to end up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But I also think that you can do head miles about this shit. Then you can accidentally hook up with someone and it doesn't matter. And that oh, person doesn't absolutely. care. And you're like, all oh, right, I fucking was caring about all this for six months. Yeah, and then and it didn't matter. Didn't matter. But I get it. I really get it. And I think, you know, whatever, Dolly Doctor needs to come back for all of us 50-year-olds yeah. and 45-year-olds and tell us what the fuck happens now. Because we used to be able to ask those questions. Do you know what? I, I think the reason I'm struggling is mm. because, quite frankly, when you're dating women, it's completely different. Right, yeah, women I reckon. Yeah. I feel like I know we've got male listeners. Mm. I want some men to ring in or email yeah. us. And t- we won't use your name. Definitely I want not. you to tell us honestly, mm. like, do you care? Mm. If you do care, what do you think? Like, and why would it, do you care? Would it mean that you wouldn't have sex with mm, mm, this person? Mm, mm. Would you shame them? Mm. Like, well, you need to the... have a look at yourself if that's the truth, not to judge oh, you. Oh, you absolutely do. But I'll tell you a story. About five years ago, six years ago, one of my work boys, okay, so the Kate that's on the mic is also the Kate that's off the mic. So had quite a relaxed workplace yeah. and he was telling me about so Some, when you say that, you mean you're the same on and off the podcast? Yes, I really yeah. am. Um, maybe I say the C word a bit more off the podcast. Mm. Um, but he was telling me about had hooked up with a girl and something, something, and he said, but if she'd have had pubes, I would have gagged. Oh, wow. So I lost my shit. shit. And I said to him, you should be honoured yeah. if that woman has let you touch her. I said, and... At the time, my third child was 15 and I said, right, so I should go home, shouldn't I, and say to her, we need to get laser there because mm. a boy might gag if he mm. touches you. And he goes, what, what do you mean? Because to her, he, she yeah. was a child to him. Yeah, that's right. I said, yeah, but this is what she's going to come across that's if she's right. a straight woman. Yeah. Um, so, you know, obviously you're saying it's so repulsive yeah. to have pubic hair so that you don't look like a child. No offence if you don't have hair. I don't care. Mm. Um. And I really went – anyway, he came back in the next day and he said, I am really thought about it and I'm really wrong. Good. And he said, I think I've been conditioned to think that. Yes. And he said, you're right. And he he's, he brought it back a few up a few times and mm. he said, I would be sh- really sad if you told Madeline to do that. Mm. You know, I said, mm. that's right. And I said, you've already got enough fucking pressure as a young woman yes. or a young adult. Oh, so – Well, good on him. Yeah. Yeah, he, him. he owned it. Yeah. yeah. But I think there is a lot of men – Younger men maybe that didn't grow up with the bush. Because <laughs> I can't imagine men our age no. having that view, but mate, I could be wrong. Yeah, like let we, us know. we just don't know. I really don't know. Truth. I've been in the same relationship since I was 17. But so. I am going to say to the person, because she's very clearly said yeah. basically give me I a think give it answer. A trim. I'm saying a trim, Yep. maybe a bikini line wax, yep, and yep. Right, you're good to go. Yeah, you're good to go, babe. Yeah. Yeah. Up, up your date. date, our dating segment, and we've actually got a sticky date uh, <laughs> for this. Sticky dates when shit goes wrong in dating, and we have a listener call about it. Hello, thank you so much for this show. So I got um, hooked onto this show through um, a colleague or friend of mine, Catherine. So, um, but my worst, I have a lot of really bad dating. Um, stories, but probably the worst one and the funniest one was. Um, so we were just heading to the bar. This was on Flinders Street. We're just walking oh, across. We're about cute. to go to the bar, but my date at the time, this artist guy, decides he just can't wait to use the toilet in the bar. <gasps> so no. He decides to do a piss. No. Um, on the tree. No. <gasps> as soon as he does that, and I was horrified. Like at that time, I was working in public relations. Oh. It's quite glamorous. You know, I'm in my thirties. 
Um, and I'm just watching him do this and the cops swoop on oh, him. No. So he's like three cops. And they find him on the spot and then one of the cops just looks at me and he goes, you can do a lot better. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So that's my uh, one of mine. And just quickly, I went on many dates where I would sit down and the guys would start weighing me like, oh, are you 70 kilos? Are you (gasps) 75 kilos? Like they would start trying to guess how much I weigh. What the fuck is wrong with people? God. I can't even speak. Can we start with people trying to weigh you? What? Who on this planet thinks if you sit opposite someone and go, what are you? You're 70? You're 80? You're hitting the ton? What are you? What are you? I'll sit on you if you do that to me and you'll fucking find out. (laughs) (laughs) Let's just say heavy. Yeah. Let's just say none of your goddamn business. I cannot imagine what goes through someone's mind. Mm. When they think that's appropriate. Well, they're fuckwits. I mean, I've seen on dating apps, I've seen. No one over this um, way. Go, uh, 60 kilos only. 60 kilos, jeez. Like, which blows my mind. Like, what are you going to do? Weigh me in when I come? You can have what two the, of me what if they're you want saying, What kilos. they're saying is, <laughs> I only want a skinny person. Yeah. Yeah. But so what if they don't stay more skinny? More for you. Like, yeah. like, oh, the whole thing's crazy. How about taking a piss in the middle of the Melbourne CBD? Look, we've all seen it. If you live in a city, we've all seen we've men do this. It. I understand what it's like to be busting. I understand yep. what it's like to have un- unlocked the seal and you've really yes. got to go. We manage. Yeah. And we can't actually literally hang on to anything, right? Yeah. You can actually hang on to that pipe. Yeah. So <laughs> I think big no. Oh, look. That is a red flag of all flags. Music festival. Oh, different story. Go for it. I've got a she-wee, babe. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) She-wee, for those who don't know, and I did not know until I met Kate, Mm. it's basically a funnel. Yeah. You put over your snatch and your whiz. Piss, yeah. You can piss standing up. I just. Go to the urinals. Uh, too far. No, it's amazing. Too far. You want to go to those manky toilets with stuff You want to go to a urinal? Well, you can go to, to a tree. It's a festival. You can squat at a tree. Yeah. Oh, you've got a bad knee. Yeah, I've got yeah, a bad knee. Fair. You don't want any piss that's on fair. your legs. Yeah. Oh, anyway, what are we doing? <laughs> what are we sorry, doing? Sorry, sorry. Anyway, the idea of being like you're in, I can't tell you, like I know exactly the place she's talking same, about. Same, same. For those of you who haven't been to Melbourne, it is quite a beautiful city. It's stunning. And, you know, it is that part of Melbourne's quite sort of cultured. Yeah, is the word. Not in a like moneyed way. No, no, no. But in an artsy yeah, it's beautiful. kind of way. It's lovely and there's fairy lights yeah. and, you know, all that sort of stuff. To be it's on a, a first on a date place. and just stop and take a piss on a tree. And then you've touched your dick, I assume, right? So then that hand. Then wash your hands. No, We're going this out is. For dinner. Oh, Lordy. And they, from her description, they're close to the bar. Yes. This is the other thing. Yeah, she's like, we're, we're nearly not, there. It's not an emergency no. diarrhea At situation. At which point he should have said, I'm so sorry, but I just have to piss. I'm nervous and I've, we're going to have to find a toilet. You know, just oh. walk over and. Anyway. And good on the cop. Oh, hilarious. How cool is that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, love that. So it reminds me of those, the waiter memes you see where a waiter will just like pass someone a little note going, not good enough for you. Yeah, yeah, you can leave. Like off you (laughs) go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, no. I mean, I don't don't even know what to do with that because I was going to make a list of other things not to do on a date, but like. That's. (laughs) Like just don't piss in the street and get arrested. blowing the whole thing up really. So (laughs) thank you. I mean, I love a bad date story. Doesn't it make a great story? Oh, it's awesome story. This is my thing with dating. Even if you go on a shit date, yeah, fuck, you got a great good story. story. <laughs> oh my god, up your date. Back, Back on, on the shelf. shelf, where we talk about someone who is um, single. Yep. Usually well known. Yep. All right. Who Famous-ish. are we talking about? Um, we are this talking week? about Missy Higgins. Did you know that this had happened? No, I did not. I did not know either. A listener um, actually alerted me to it. I have been and seen Missy Higgins. I, I'm a big lover of Australian music. Yep. But I wasn't around this. Can so. I make a confession? I feel like I have to make this confession first because okay. I can't talk about this without <laughs> making this confession. <laughs> I The last thing on earth I want to do is neg a Australian artist. You're going to. And I certainly don't <laughs> want to neg an Australian <laughs> queer artist because yep. I know Missy Higgins is in my genre yep, yep, yep. of fluid sexuality. Yep, yep. 
I've never met Missy Higgins. Okay. But I cannot stand her music. Oh, I love I it. I know that you do. And yep. I tell you what, in but fucking Leso Land, I, I cannot say that out loud. No, you can't. Do you know, when I had my twins, they were premature and I was sitting in the um, neonatal intensive care unit and they always have the radio on, yeah. right? And the special two came on, the yeah. song, and the midwife looks at me and she goes, you know, this is about lesbians, they bleed together. <laughs> I said, I beg your pardon? Like I'm in so much trauma with my children oh. and I just thought in that second, I hate you. Like I didn't even, I just went from zero, zero to a thousand of like... What are you fucking saying to me? Can I give you the opposite view? Yeah. Do you know how many gigs, and God knows how many free gigs have I done for like mm, women's legal mm, centres mm, and mm, feminist mm, fucking mm, for mm, crack mm, owl? Mm, I don't yeah. even know. <laughs> and I will be introduced to that song. That is not a comedy song. No, it's not a comedy song. But it's like we're all women together and everyone's <laughs> over Give and me we are family. Yes. Give me something. And that's why. So I'm not trying to neg Missy no, Higgins because I think she's amazing. But that's not intriguing. <laughs> As a human yeah. who was growing up with a belief system that everyone has to believe the same thing, yeah. nothing pleases me more than having friends that don't like the same things that Great. I like. Because so I feel like can... a defiant toddler going, no, I don't have to. No, and you don't have to. That's exactly but I'm sure she's trait. fabulous. All right. Yep. So she put a statement out on mm. Instagram. Mm. Do you want to read a bit? Then I'll read yep. a bit. Okay. Six months ago, Dan and I separated. I became a single parent, something I never thought would happen and something I'm still trying to grapple with, to be honest. So true. Mm. The shame of a failed marriage, in quotation marks, a broken home, in quotation marks. All the things I swore I would never let happen, happened. I was so determined for this to not be my story. We tried many ways to keep the story alive, keep things together, keep on searching down new avenues of hope or hope-covered denial, as it may have been. But then life happens, doesn't it? And once again, I'm on my knees and utterly humbled by my inability to control it. I'm still grieving. I realised this today as I was walking through the bush, crying like a lunatic in the rain, grieving the way I thought things would turn out, Mm. grieving the never-ending storybook love story I will never have the unattainable one that's fed to me every time I turn on the TV. I mean, you can tell this woman's a writer. Yeah, and grieving and a storyteller. Yeah. yeah. Grieving the story. Mm. She goes on to say, I'm lucky though because unlike some stories, Dan and I still love and respect each other and have come to this decision together. Mm. He's still my best friend. We'll always have each other's backs. We did, after all, make two incredible little humans Mm. together. Ultimately, we decided that in order to be the best parents we can, we have to live apart. Sometimes things just don't work out in the conventional way. Mm. I'm telling you this because, well, I share my life stuff and this feels pretty big. I also thought it would be helpful Mm -hmm. if you're going through the same thing. It is. Mm -hmm. Um, If you are and you feel anything like I do, you probably feel like you've failed at life. That hurt me. You're questioning everything up Mm. until this point, your childhood, your parents, your Mm. ideals, your life choices, what the future will hold now that the fairy tale is Mm. in cinders on the floor. Mm. But to all the shattered hearts out there inside the compounds of their homes, grieving quietly and feeling like an anomaly, you're not alone. Mm. You're not broken. You're just human. We're all just making it up as we go. Sending love to you all out there. Isn't that beautiful? One of the most beautiful things I've ever read about because, I mean, I haven't spoken about this heaps on here, but I think I cried for two years about the fact that I was going to break my home, which we don't believe in broken homes. Yeah. But that's the narrative that I'd been given as a child. And my parents pushed through tough times, mm. but they really loved each other. Mm. Like my mum loved my dad and my dad loved my mum. So they pushed through, but they had that backbone there. Mm. But I think the thought of sitting your children down mm. and saying, we're not living in the same house. Mm. Oh, God. Mm. Well, and I think what it what you've just said mm. and what she has written mm. speaks to me about the power of the cultural narrative. Yes. She's literally saying, I thought, she's literally saying, mm. I had the fairy tale. Yeah, and now I can't. And we talked about this before. There mm. is a, an unspoken, sometimes spoken, fairy tale mm. that the straight married couple's at the top of the tree mm-hmm. and everyone else sort of get in line yep. to varying degrees. Yep. And she's like, I had that. Yeah. And now it's gone and I'm questioning everything. Yeah. Like, was I parented wrong? Did I read something wrong? Did yeah. I do? Da, Am da, da. I wrong? Is there something wrong with me? And honestly, as earnest as it sounds, I feel like Missy's gone earnest so we can respond yeah. in kind. That's what we're trying to do here on this podcast. Yeah, we are. Is kind of go, that fairy tale is 
a myth. It is a big that doesn't myth. Fairy tales are not true. Are a myth. No, no, no. But fairy tales are not true. But fairy tales are myths. Give me anyone that has a relationship for an extended period of time. They'll tell you about shit years. Yes. Not shit Decades. days. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So <laughs> that's not a fairy tale. Yeah. That you have two years where you can't touch each other or you can't stand them breathing or and I do think there's there's such an opportunity to reframe mm. and go you know what you and this man that you love have mm. decided that you want to be happy healthier people you want to be better, better parents apart mm. um you know questioning how you were parented even maybe your parents gave you the balls yeah to leave Somebody a situation did. that wasn't right for yeah, you. Yeah, that's or right. Or maybe you were born like that. Maybe yep. you've just got a lot of guts. Maybe mm. there's a whole other way that you mm. can look at this mm. rather than I'm a failure yeah, and I'm questioning really all my choices. There really is. And whether we, whether it's obvious to everybody or not, when you're living in a home where there's tension, it's not nice. No. It's not nice. And so, whatever happened, we don't know what no, happened don't know between what happened. these two. No, 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 no. I'm talking for myself now. Yeah, we're mm. we're honouring her grieving mm-hmm. but also saying I would be very interested to read, if she ever did it, mm. her Instagram post in another six months. Yes, me too. And in a six months after yeah, that. Yeah, and she may. And a six, I hope she does. We may get a really good album out of this. I mean, Adele breaks yeah, up, true. get an awesome album. Oh, Adele, let me put that on a note for a yeah. future episode. <laughs> Um, but I, I hope if she ever does listen to this or someone tells about it, I hope it's not offensive for me to mm. say I don't like her music. But we love your story. I love her story and mm. I love her presence in, mm. in mm. our culture. I yeah. absolutely adore yeah. it yeah. and I yeah. love her honesty and her yeah. openness and yeah. I love everything about it. Yeah. I'm just more a Jimmy Barnes kind of girl. <laughs> <laughs> like it's just not my genre. Last plan out of Sydney's almost gone. But... <laughs> You're going to eat that Hong Kong mattress all, <laughs> all night, night long. long. But I absolutely love that she did this post and I reckon it would have helped a lot of people. Oh, well, it's helped me. Yeah. Well, there so, you go. Yeah. So thank right. you, Missy Higgins. Yeah. Thank you, Nellie Thomas. WTAF. What the actual fuck is going on with dating terminology? All right. Can I hit you with one? Yep. I love this. Yep. I can't tell you how much I love this and it is mainly because... It makes me look good. Yeah, I'm yeah, not gonna yeah, lie. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. I posted a picture. So this is from one of my nights alone. I was mm. watching Young Royals. Oh right, right. I Netflix, haven't watched it yet. Yeah. Which I highly recommend. Yep. It's fabulous. It's mm. pretty intense. Yeah, yeah. Like it's not chill. Yeah, okay. But it was one of my nights alone where I'm like, I can't. You know, that's the sort of show you got to watch without kid interruptions. Yeah. I'm laying there in bed. I took a photo, I put it on, not a sexy photo, just like me in my old pyjamas. I saw it, I saw it. I put it on Instagram (laughs) and one of our listeners replied, oh, that's a natural thirst trap. The lesbians in Melbourne just died looking at that. (laughs) And I had to message her. I had no idea. See, I know what a thirst trap is because I work with the young'uns. Right. So a thirst trap is obviously when you put up a photo or something of you looking not even necessarily sexy, <laughs> but it makes someone thirsty. They got to come around and get get a bit of a drink. I, yes, I had a similar experience. I went away recently with three women. Hi, big recommend going away with yeah. three women. The dishes were always three done. Friends. Three friends, yeah. Yep. So my beautiful friend Lorraine. Uh, we have a mutual friend called Deli and Christy, who we just all ended up at this. Christy's half our age, but yep. she loves us. Yep. So we're all sitting in the spa. And Delhi's saying, oh, I've got some photos of um, what I would put on if I went on the dating apps. And so we're looking at them and Christy just goes, who are you thirst trapping here? Because she's showing us. <laughs> and Delhi's like, oh, I don't know what you're talking yeah. about. She's like, but you're doing it. I had no idea. And I'm not even pretending like false modesty, honestly. I knew what it was. But that's because I have young, I have kids that age that would say but that But you stuff. saw the photo. This was a photo of me. Bad hair, no makeup, no, in what bed. What you're saying is my old pajamas. Yeah, like I'm in with bed a ripped shoulder. alone. <laughs> is that what I was yeah. saying? I was trying I'm to say. I'm here by myself, babes. I'm in bed alone watching telly. Yeah, come, come watch me no, telly that's with me. Not what yeah, I was but that's what the message was. <laughs> <laughs> the what? Like I just had this image of a Venus flytrap, <laughs> like natural thirst trap. Just catching lesbians. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> so thank you for the compliment and a natural thirst trap. Yeah, we put that out there in yeah, the dating. Yeah, natural thirst trap. Because there must be listeners who don't know what it yeah, means. Yeah, there would be. Yeah, definitely. 
Mm. All right, we're going to end yep. on a on another listener call. We're going to sneak yep. this one in. This yep. episode's gone long, but you won't care. Nobody cares. Um, you are a massive Triple J fan, so massive. you must know Ethel Chop. Yep, 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 yep. And Ethel Chop was also on all the Austereo Nations, yeah. but particularly if you're a Triple J listener back mm. in the day. Yep. You will know this, this voice. fantastic character comedian. <laughs> Let's just let Ethel do her thing. Oh, dating after 40. <laughs> Try dating after 80. It's not so much, do you have a job? Do you have your own teeth? Can you hear me? Are you alive? Because sometimes they're not. I had a chap drop me home after a date who capped it out the front of his terrain. Took me a week to realise. I thought he was hanging around because he was keen for another date. And no, the only thing keen about him was his smell. We. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> ethel chop you know what i want to hear because i know she'll be brutal <laughs> i want to hear ethel critique some online profiles oh oh god lordy yeah because she <laughs> is fucking next level harsh oh ethel thank you you've oh, made my day oh ethel you made my week what you want to know dating over 40, 40. get fucked over 80 you just hope they're alive <laughs> Oh, thank you, Ethel Chop. And, of course, go and seek out Ethel Chop. I mean, she's just one of the funniest characters created by the wonderful Andrea Powell, who's also um, in our demographic Yes, and proudly single. Awesome. So go and check out Ethel Chop and thank you for sending that in. Thank you, thank you. You need to rate and review. It helps us a lot. You can support us. There is a link in the show notes to our supporter or you can listen to us for free and send us messages because it makes us happy. All right, we've gone long. Off you fuck. (laughs) We would like to thank our producer, Joshua Jones, who has to listen to all this and then edit it. Well, and also you're his mum. I'm his mum. I born him out of my vagina. Oh, my God. So he has, oh, to, he has to hear vagina. Vagina, yeah. Thank you, Josh. Appreciate it. We'd also like to acknowledge the wonderful Casey Bonetto, mm. who not only wrote our jingle, which but is fantastic, sang it, played it. It's did everything. We are so grateful to Casey Bonetto and for our artwork. Kat McInnes. Kat McInnes. It's the most stunning artwork ever. Oh. She has also done all of Nellie's books, if you've ever yep. read them. She's an incredible illustrator who actually lives quite near to me. She's the best. Yep, she is the best. Check out the rest. Yep. And, of course, last but not least, the wonderful Faye Younger, who basically just holds our shit together. Yeah, she does. Yeah. Yeah. Producer credit. Thank you very much, Faye. Yeah. And if you love our Insta, it's all down to her. Thanks, Faye. Bye. Recently single, back on the shelves. They're both loving themselves. Nellie and Kate, gonna navigate the single life of us. Emancipated, exhilarated, free and adventurous Nelly and Kate will investigate